Hi, I'm Jack. And I'm Kevin. This is good company in the car. Can't help it, the girl can't help it. Can't help it, the girl can't help it. And she walks by, the mean folks like standing that, I know. <laughs> How the hell do you not knock that one over? We're rolling. <laughs> We're discussing our mic stands. I well, I have a really nice sturdy one because I'm awful. I move my hands around a lot and yeah, you, I move a lot. Kevin's got the one that knocks over easy all the yeah, time, yeah, and he yeah. never knocks it over because <laughs> he doesn't talk with his hands like I do. I don't just think you. And not, I have, just realized just now after two yeah, years, two and a half, that you can actually raise the mic stand <laughs> it, up and down. And it's in a much better spot. And I made fun of myself <laughs> for just now noticing. And you're trying to order another one using the barcode because I would. I, and would you, you like? Mean, would you like to know why I want to order another one? Yeah. I do because I want them to match. Oh, okay, that makes sense. It's not because it's, it's, you don't just, care. Yeah, but I would, I, like, I would the like one of those. I, because, I could be a little see, more comfortable yeah, because with because my I'm so I'm so fucking OCD <laughs> that I want the mic stands. To but match. you do gesture like an Italian, which is coincidental because we just ate at the Italian store. Oh my over god, in Arlington. The- Oh my God! Here's a free commercial. The Italian store. If you live in Northern Virginia, Arlington, yeah, Virginia, it's worth there's the drive. a store called the Italian store, and it's a little Italian yep. deli in there slash is like source from Italy. There's two. There's one on Spout Run, and it's there's big. one on Washington <laughs> Boulevard. The one on Washington Boulevard is really big, and they have all kinds of sundries and and. But it's those just, damn sandwiches. Oh my God! Their <laughs> sandwiches are so. Fucking good, and they have these butter cakes. They've just started carrying them within the last. They're made in Delaware, year, or six months or, months or whatever. <laughs> and there's, there's, oh my god, the sandwiches are so good, and the place is so popular that they pre-make the sandwiches and put and them they in fly baskets, out of there. Every and other they person grabs fly one. out of there. And the people were sitting outside today, and everybody Being attacked was, by yellow jackets. jackets. They're everywhere. There, nobody, nobody was getting any respite from this. Them. Is why I felt so bad for them. If I, I, I never want to eat outside. I always want to eat inside. Yeah. Because Bugs, bugs, yeah. and, the, and this the, time of year the yellow jackets are getting real aggressive too because they know they got to <laughs> get in their last couple of shots before they die. And we're sitting there at the little bar things. thing that's against the window, and the window is completely reflective, so the people like it's, the it's, people it's, can't it's see. It's like a two way mirror, and it is. And the kid <laughs> and this kid and his mother were directly on the other side of the glass from us, and they're s- flapping and slapping. Yeah, and and, and just I was like, leave and, them alone. and I said it once, I said it twenty times. This is why I don't eat outside. Yeah. This is why I don't eat outside. This yeah. is why I don't eat outside. But it was worth it. It's good drive. But there's two stores and they. There's just so if you live in the Northern Virginia area, go it's called to the it's Italian called store. The Italian store. It's not very magical. The two number one sandwiches are the Capri and the Milano. I cannot tell you, <laughs> they're so. It's they're weird. so good. The bread is so good, they're and then the so ingredients good. are so good. Anyway, so that's a free commercial from the Italian <laughs> store. Anyway, I've been drinking coffee today. Yeah, you because, don't usually drink coffee. Well, because I, I'm sicky, I don't feel sick. good. Yeah. So when I got up and there was and I made and there was coffee, so I made a I made a. Uh, <laughs> it tasted like it was straight from Starbucks. Well, of course it did. <laughs> it because, didn't taste like coffee. I'm like, here, Kevin, try this, and he tried, he's like, oh my god, I don't think it's any coffee. I put, yeah, I had <laughs> I used caramel for ice cream, and I put some. Milk oh, is in. that what it was? Yeah, that's the note. I was yeah, like, what is yeah, that? That's yeah. that's the Starbucks secret. So Regular coffee. I can't drink regular coffee. I think coffee smells so good. It's like tobacco. And then you take a take a sip, and it's like your whole face puckers up. Yeah. So I've got enough milk and uh, caramel in this to make it taste like a dessert. So it's yummy. So now I'm coursing, coursing with caffeine. <laughs> well, what are we talking about today? Do you remember the assignment? I asked you to pick your top ten favorite bands from the 1980s. I know. Not and singers, not songs. So, bands. <laughs> and I asked you to pick ten. And uh, so would you like to know how many I picked? Ten. 
So you said 10. Would yes. you like to know how many how I picked? How many did you pick? 15. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. And technically, That's close for you. And technically a couple of them two are the of same. them don't count okay. because they're single people. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. I know you said bands, but it's what I listened to. But so. gonna, we are going to do another one where we just do singers. Oh, we can't. Yeah, we're going to. I told you that last night. Oh. Yeah. So, no, we're, we're going to do this. Individual singers of the 80s is going to be another episode. So, oh, that's going to be hard. Yeah, it is going to be hard. You're going to have to do some work on that one. I am for sure. Because at some point, Madonna's <laughs> going to be in there, and I don't even like Madonna. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know how to respond to that now. Okay, all righty. All right, well, I will start us off. I don't have them in order, because I couldn't put them in order. I put mine in order. I can't put mine in order. Well, then why don't you just do your first one, then? Well, the first one I put was Van Halen. Are you kidding me? I loved Van Halen songs. Well, you, oh, you were like eight, right? No, Van Halen was popular when I was in junior high and high school. Really? I'm surprised. 65, 43, 21. So 80, 81 was uh-huh. when Van Halen was starting to become popular, yeah. right? Yeah, when the cradle so Halen, rock. All those, I can sing along with almost every of those big pop. Oh, wow, well, the David Lee Roth Van Halen songs. My list is going to be so much cooler than yours. <laughs> oh, shut up. But, I, but that's what it was about. It was about songs you listened to. Uh, what band? Okay. Well. Okay. Count- okay. Okay. Well, here's the difference. Here's here's what's going to be the defining thing. I never owned a Van Halen CD. Okay. I think I have some now. Right. But then I didn't. All right. It was what was on the radio. Well, to wash the bad taste out of my mouth from that selection, I'm going to come in with the very cool, almost one-hit wondery Stone Roses. I want to be adored. No clue. They had their their debut album blew up the charts in England. No clue. And they are the Ian. Well, Par- you're just too fancy I for was. Parkersburg, <laughs> West Virginia. I'll tell you that right now. I love the Stone Roses debut. Every song on there was just a, a banger. It was great. See, I happen to know that some of the bands I have on here are bands you're going to groan at. So right. The fact, okay. So the fact that you be you, you have said all right, you've already made fun of Van Halen, so it's <laughs> just going to go downhill from there. Okay. Well, give me yeah. another one. <laughs> Duran Duran. Touch with the ground. I'm on the hunt, I'm after you. Smell like a sound. I'm lost in a crowd. Oh, okay. They will appear on my chart a little later. So Duran Duran. I I love Duran Duran. I I remember somebody saying that when Duran Duran came out, you know, that was videos from like Journey were like them just standing on stage and mouthing. Or, you know, they might be in in front of a brick wall. And here comes Duran Duran. And they're on yachts in the Caribbean, and they're in India riding on elephants and everything. And they were like, the kids just couldn't get enough of it. It just blew everybody else away with, you know. And the songs were good too. Yes, it wasn't just, you know. So to me, what I thought was the was the the, kit, the kitsch factor uh-huh. was that they wore uh, fancy clothes and suits and stuff. Yeah. So it, that's the beginning where you know how like you you always talk about George Michael and the models mm-hmm. and like fashion and the models with yeah. with rock music. I think. Duran Duran was the one that started pulling them together. 
I, because I, and Simon was dating what's her face? Yeah, uh, yeah the, they got married. Yeah, they did. They're still and, married. Yeah, and and she was a model. And, yeah, you know. Yeah, I so. think uh, Roxy Music. Didn't your friend bit. Joe emulate uh, Simon Lebon? He kind of did. Um, it was. I think that they got a lot of like uh, Brian Ferry and Roxy Music were already kind of doing that stuff, but it was kind of a more effete European no, audience. No, Roxy Music. They didn't yeah. move. Yeah, no, they no, no. They stood but, there. No, 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 no. Brian Ferry was dressing elegantly, and they were doing sort of. Romantic, they called it the new romantics, but Duran Duran kind of made it yeah, younger and rocked. hipper, and then off they Duran went. Duran but they, they were just so big. And MTV, man, you turned on MTV in 1983, and it was Duran Duran. See, and I never went to concerts, as yeah. I've told you guys before. I've, I've never, I didn't go to concerts, but all those kids that I was friends with that went to concert because Charleston, they go to Charleston, or oh, they go did Duran to, Duran come to Charleston. Oh, god, yes, and they'd go to Charleston and they'd go to either Cincinnati or Columbus. I can't yeah. remember. And so, you know, there'd be a carload of girls. Yeah. I were going to see Dran, 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 Dran. Yeah. No, I, I remember. They were, I, I loved them. I loved yeah, them. All right, yeah, my yeah. next one, Psychedelic Furs. <laughs> Now I really yes. now see their their first couple of albums. Were Pretty in Pink. That's the only song I know. No, uh, Dumb Waiters and She Is Mine and Oh I yeah yeah yeah. Pink. Talk Talk that, that album Talk Talk. Their first. Wait. By the time they got not the band Talk Talk, they had an album called oh, Talk Talk. No no no. I just know the song. Oh, they were cool. No, they just I just had know these, Pretty in Pink. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, Imitation of Christ. Yeah. yeah, that that by that time, Mirror Moves, when they had um, uh, The Ghost in You, that was kind of the last song they did that I ever really cared for. They had a couple other ones. They had some comeback albums, but for 80s Psychedelic Furs, I went through a big Psychedelic Furs phase. Or just yeah, the Furs. I, I only knew the one song. Right, what's your next one? Rhythmics. Rhythmics? Here comes the rain again, falling on my head like a memory. Oh, I Lennox. thought I was the height of... Of I am so cool, I am too cool for Parkersburg right? because I listened to the Eurythmics. Were you the only one listening to the Eurythmics? No, but in my mind's eye, look, I found this super cool band that's English. Yeah, and they're, they're you know they're so cool and yeah. they they're little gender swapping and all this kind yeah. of stuff. And I was and I'm like, I, and so cool. Yeah, yeah. well, I I kind of like the Eurythmics. I if I never hear um their big hit again, it's too soon. But I I, I like it. Then and I, I, I understand. Didn't. That, but whenever I hear Sweet Dreams, I'm just like, no, oh, yeah. I, 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 ever hear Sweet I Dreams just again. thought it was the coolest. I, the first song. 200 times I heard it, I think I might have liked it, but I can't stand it now. Yeah, I see, I like repetition. Think. My next one Echo and the Bunnymen. The killing moon will come too soon. Loved me some Echo and the Bunnymen. I, there they was were, one or yeah. two songs from them The Killing Moon. That's the one you know. That's the one everybody knows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's no, just they like, were great. I always laugh when people talk about the Grateful Dead. Uh-huh. And the only Grateful Dead song <laughs> is, there one? Yeah, is the one that nobody, the <laughs> true great, Grateful Dead song is don't like, like. That's not a, Isn't that hilarious? Uh, no, but I loved Echo and the Bunnymen. And Echo and the Bunnymen was almost as famous for Ian McCulloch's hairdo as they were for their oh, music. Really he had this big pineapple hairdo. Mm-hmm. And they did all these tranced out like grooves. And, and um, I just, I, yeah, I liked them as much for their visual as for their sounds. Um, heaven up here and all that. It was. It was. Did, I was now into all it. of these ones that you're saying that you like. You did you own their yeah, records? I owned, I, owned, I, owned. I need Everyone to state in, where I need to state whether I really own their. I own cassette tapes or albums. Of every one of these. I own Duran Duran cassettes because right. I always say cassettes. I, I Rio right Duran Duran cassettes and I had Eurythmics cassettes. Okay. Yes. Yes. 
And actually, so. actually, Eurythmics, I started buying on CD. So okay. that's the time frame. All right. What's your next one? Culture Club. Do you really want to hurt me? Do you really want to make me cry? Oh, okay. Joe saw them at the um, Wax Museum in Southwest. There used to be a nightclub called the Wax. It was a wax museum. And wow. then they turned it into a nightclub and they left the wax figures oh, that's there. Funny. And that was that was part of the, the auditorium. That would be fun. Were, yeah. I'd never heard of that place. Joe and I think uh Joe and Tracy went and they actually kind of got backstage somehow. And that does Joe not surprise Mikey me. Mikey Craig. Mikey Craig, their bass player. He <laughs> bumped and met them or whatever. That was Mickey. Mikey Craig, he was the bass player for I think it's Mikey. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, they met him at, at the wax museum. Now, see, the uh, it's in a sketchy part of town. The uh, Church of the Poison Mind was actually a really big favorite of mine and time, yeah. The, and those weren't those were popular, but those weren't their big, big, big songs. No, I think their last single before they were, their first breakup was The War is Stupid song. <laughs> war is stupid, so, and people are stupid. This is also when I think I almost I think I told you this not that long ago. We had just gotten a VCR, mm-hmm. and that was when videos were like Friday night videos. MTV wasn't out yeah, yet. No, Friday night videos was a big and deal. I would record the videos off so do of, we right so do we we wait so, until midnight war is stupid I recorded like six or seven times uh-huh. and I remember my brother-in-law making fun of me going JJ stupid <laughs> because I kept recording it accidentally that, in, in hindsight that that song got roasted and oh it was even horrible Boy George is like oh I don't even know we, we were so not trying at that yeah, point yeah 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 uh, my next one is The Cure yesterday I got so old I yeah, the Head on the Door album. I, I See, The Cure is one of those ones where, like, now I'm like, yeah, they're really good. But at the time, I'm like, Ugh. oh, no, yeah, the Head on the Door and um, then Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me. And what's yeah. what's the one that I, the, 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 the Friday I'm in Love was in, in that Friday period. I'm in Love. Yeah. That, yeah. that was on Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me, I think. Yeah. Or is it no, the next album after that? But they were, I just really, no. really liked them a lot. I thought they were, I, I just didn't have enough uh, access to them. So hmm. they didn't really hit my, because yeah. I like, I like fast upbeat yeah you do yeah 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 yeah. okay now i we actually were talking about this earlier today it's funny i put the bangles on here oh right and then you took them off well i well because i put them on took them off put them on took them off put them Uh on because i never owned their record right but their three songs i could sing yeah walk like an egyptian manic monday and the ballad what's the Uh, ballad is this eternal flame, eternal, eternal flame, flame, right? And they just seemed like it was I everywhere. I always thought they were the poor man's bangles or the poor man's um, go-go's. And they tried oh, for the longest time. They tried. I to get did the, not put the go-go's on they here. They tried to build this rivalry up between the go-go's and the bangles, but it just didn't happen because the go-go's were the Beatles and the bangles were the Rolling Stones. They were so far behind the go-go's yeah, as yeah, far yeah. as hits yeah, yeah, yeah. and talent that it just never worked. So. Now, that's so funny that you brought up the go-go's because this is what happens when Kelly gives me a, a task. I, I just, you know, I try to, follow the terms of 10 you know so look i got 15 and the go-go's is not on my list at all but i put the bangles on here and i didn't want to put the bangles on here yeah. but I should you can take the them off well, well no but i'm saying <laughs> i owned put the go-go's. i owned go-go's so we're gonna CD, swap or, out uh, the bangles cassettes. and we're gonna swap in the go-go's cassettes i had okay. go-go's cassette go-go's is your head over here where uh, should I go? go? Their songs were good. Even their kind of B-listy ones. You. Yeah. 
So I told you about if you write the song, you get a lot more money in yes. royalties than for performance. And when the Go Go's got their first round of royalty checks from We Got the Beat and Jane, what's her name? Jane Weedlin got like a million dollars and the rest of them got like 50,000. They were like, what's going on? And they're like, she wrote the songs. So then on the next Go Go's album, everybody is like a co writer or whatever yeah. and it, the quality suffered. So there you go, Jane. <laughs> All right. My next one we've already mentioned Duran Duran. <laughs> Oh, you're, are you giving them an order descending? I'm or going from my least influential to my most okay. influential. And I, mine are in no So Duran Duran came in at number five. They're Ooh. halfway up to wow. my top ten. We were talking about Casey Kasem the other day. Casey we, Kasem. Yeah, you were making me listen to all those Casey Kasem things. documentaries. Because yeah, when he died, his kids, his, oh, his wife carried up. his corpse. It was just yes, creepy. But yes. he was coming in at number five. He's the voice of, of, of radio to generations Duran Duran I, I just loved them and the uh, you know and they got the bigger and bigger production things oh you know the one when they go to India and uh, Save a Prayer and, Save a Prayer and Hungry uh, Like a Wolf Hungry Like a Wolf two of the guys are in a scene where they're um, on the back of an elephant and the elephant splashes them those two both got dysentery and Ooh. had to stay in India for a couple of weeks after the rest of the band flew back to England because they were so sick it was like they the didn't bad, the money for a private jet the band? bad water no they were they were on the second album That's and they were funny. that they got that sick from the water from that video shoot That's too Bad. Not a lot of people know that. Not a lot of people. Not, not a lot, lot of people, people know, know that. that. Too funny. All right. Uh, in excess. I'm Oh, good one. I'd forgotten about I them. I actually had their... Uh, yeah, cassette. Listen Like Thieves was a great Listen album. Listen Like Thieves, and what's the one... Uh, 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 Kicks? The Devil Inside one? Or? Devil Inside one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, No, but the one right before they got Mega Mega, the Listen Like Thieves album yeah, yeah. was just yeah, great. Yeah, I'd forgotten yeah. about them. No, I love Yeah, they might have made I thought they were super cool. They were. Michael Hutchins was a great rock star. He really was. Okay, well, coming in, I don't listen to them now, but I was crazy for the police. I thought the police. I have the police on here. When that, when when uh, Ghost in the Machine and and uh, I, my very first album I ever bought was Zenyatta Mandata. That's the first album <laughs> I ever bought. I borrowed a friend's records and taped them. Yeah, I borrowed Joe had Brigada de Blanc and he had Outlandos de More, and I taped them onto a cassette using the. I had held the cassette player up to the speaker on the hi-fi, recorded it because <sighs> oh, we didn't have one of those where it was, this cassette yeah. deck was uh, in it. No, I had the fancy schmancy stereo with the dual cassette deck with wow. the record player with the dual cassette deck. Yeah, the police. And now, you know, Sting, my friend Joe, I always credit him with like, the emperor has no clothes. It's like, because Sting could do no wrong. And I was like, Sting's kind of a dick and he's really pretentious <laughs> he's now. He's just really and pretentious. So I, I you know, uh, but I mean, I have to acknowledge their talent. Doesn't he own like a castle in Italy? Yeah, that Lord has, like, Sumner. 400 acres around his That's wife? the joke is his brother or his, or his relatives call him Lord Sumner now. Yeah. I think his wife Trudy is apparently just the most pretentious, like the servants can't look well, at her. Well, I don't and, know about that, but you know. I want to talk she, shit about her. <laughs> oh, see, I don't want to talk shit about her. But uh, my understanding is they do a lot of work for charity, especially South America. Well, they should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What's your next one? Wham! Baby, I'm your Oh, good one. Good one. Yeah. Yeah. I, we were in I Ireland the summer. Wham, Wham came I out. Had, were, were I huge. had Wham cassettes. And then eventually I had Wham. Well, actually, I recorded them off somebody else's stuff. Yeah. 
And uh, I remember in college, I was so cheap. I didn't want to buy. Yeah, I didn't want to spend that kind of yeah. money on a record. Yeah, my friend had the first Wham album, and it had Wham rap and all that. And I was like, "This is terrible." Wham, and if you see the video the for it, you're like, oh, "George, George Michael's gay." It's yeah, you know, it's pretty yeah. gay. But, <laughs> okay. but then when we were in Ireland that summer, and then take me out before you go go or wake yeah, me up. That was that was, that was everywhere. everywhere. And I just remember anytime you were in a shop in Ireland. Oh, and that was also the summer everybody had the Frankie Says t-shirts. Yes. And they were everywhere. And uh, that but, was great. But you and I have discussed this uh, numerous times on our own is that uh, even though George M- Michael wrote all the stuff, he gave writing credits to Andrew Ridgely. Did he? I didn't know that. I thought he didn't. I thought... Well, I am going to reach across this yeah. table and smack the glasses off oh, your face. Oh, he didn't he, you're right because you were telling me because he's Andrew Ridgely. Andrew Ridgely is incredibly wealthy. It's because from George Michael songs. Careless and Whisper Wham. is the one. Careless Whisper is the one that makes him all the money. Well, but he is a co-writer on a lot of the yep. Wham songs. Yep. George, so that was therefore, of he gets uh, he gets and it's no skin off George's back because he's still a multi. Oh, but it was it was generous of him. A lot of people wouldn't have done that. Sting didn't. But Sting they were didn't friends. Yeah. They were like even after they they split up, George. St- George just wanted to do different kind of music than bubblegum. Yeah, rock. he married one of the girls from Bananarama. Good. Yeah, but no, that was good. George, I think as many times as we've discussed yeah, this, and you just said I that blanked out on loud. that. I cannot believe you just. George said that. Michael, I think, was a very kind-hearted person. I would like to think so. You know? But uh, boy, he really, you know, he just went off the rails towards the end there. I just felt so bad for him, and uh, he put on a lot of weight, and he was really self-conscious, and he had that pneumonia. Remember that he was in Austria. He had pneumonia. He was in the hospital for like six months. George Remember Michael? any of that? Yeah, he almost I, died. I don't pay that much. I just want to hear the song. Yeah, no, he did. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what's your next one? No, I didn't I already say Culture Club? Yes. Okay. Well, then I must have put Culture Club on the list twice. <laughs> well then. Now, what's another one? <laughs> I'm going to put I'm going to put I'm going to say this one and this is funny to me because I never owned the records, but I knew I knew several songs by the group and I can remember their videos vividly and that's Wang Chung. Ugh. I know. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) They wanted to be the police so bad. Well, (laughs) you know, I just, I remember, you know, the songs. Oh, Christ. And I come all day. Yeah. and But I never owned, I don't. If you say Mr. Mr., I am coming across this. (laughs) Because I was, it was really funny because my friends at the time, I made lots of mixtapes. I made Uh mixtapes constantly. Mm -hmm. And my friends picked on me mercilessly because I always put one song on the end that wouldn't fit. Uh-huh. that was always cut off uh-huh. and they would get so mad because it's like we're listening to a great song and then cut yeah. cut off because <laughs> i could, remember we were talking about the cassettes i would buy i really liked the sony color pops yeah and they yeah, were color cassettes they were fruit, yeah. like grapefruit, banana, strawberry, mm-hmm. and something. And I can remember my, I probably still, I think I may have gotten rid of all of them, but I can still remember the playlists in my head. Like if I'm listening to a song on the radio, I'll say the next song should be such and such because I remembered the playlist. From your mixtape, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all made tapes like that. That was fun. That was part of the, yeah, yeah. I mean, it kind of was more fun back then. Everything wasn't right at your fingertips. Right. So when you finally got around to hearing the song, it was an event. My next one is New Order. I love. I like. I like New Order. 
order, but yeah. I, back then I didn't. Brotherhood they on my, and power corruption and lies. They weren't on my, oh, oh my you know, God. I just thought of a band that I was not on here that should be. Oh, what was that? Well, um, no, no, no. I, I want to, I want to, <laughs> I want to um, sing the glorious praises of New Order here for a few okay. minutes. They were great. Well, they were Joy Division, and then Ian Curtis killed himself like the week, the night before they were supposed to leave for America to come for their first American Ooh. tour. So then they pivoted and they came back as New Order, and they were off and running. And their their albums, they were like a New Order single when it came out. It was a big deal. Yeah, didn't hit my. And, and when we were going to Posers, the New Order posers. video came on. Yeah. So what's your next one? Sticks. Oh wow! Okay. Don't we, know what he got, though, Mister. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Rock in the Paradise, but I even think that was in grade school. Paradise, was yeah, probably. School? Yeah, we wanted for our senior year um, prom theme song. Joe and I in our group wanted "Don't Dream It, Be It" from the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and we lost Can out. You make to fun of me. Come sail away by sticks. We were so That's pissed. Really funny. Anyway, it would have been cooler if we had yeah. carried the day. But anyway, what's your... No, I know you're going to Oh, make... wait, no, sticks. Oh, Let's sticks. talk about sticks. Yuck. Okay. Oh, Jesus. But see, but, you know, it sticks with sticks and, yeah, you know, Yeah, just whatever. generic. But, you know, but it, it was another one of those ones, like, I don't want to compare and contrast with Sticks and Queen, but it's like the lead singer had a definite idea how they wanted the band to go. Uh-huh. And the rest of the band was like, we just want to play rock yeah. and roll. And, yeah. You know, because the whole the rock opera and Mr. Roboto and all that yeah. stuff. And it no, just kind of ruined the band. It actually went too far. Yeah. Kind of the band. It was not a, not a big fan of sticks, but you couldn't escape them. But now here's what I put on here that I know you're, you might not even know who they are. The motel. Yeah. Suddenly, last summer, yeah. they just had that one song. I, I, no, then take the L out of Lover and it's over. Oh, I don't know those. Yeah, I had that isn't single. That, isn't that? Isn't I don't that know that song. I, I just know that one song by them. I had their 45 for that. But it popped up in my head and Warrior. Didn't they do Warrior? No, that was Patty. What's her name? She's married to John McEnroe. Oh. Yeah. I'm no. mixing them together. You sure are. Oops. <laughs> it's a good thing I'm here. Yeah. Uh, my next one is Journey. I did not put Journey on here. Will you look at me? I'm joking. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I would never, ever cite Journey as one of my fans. That's really funny. Although we're all a a small town girl living in a lonely world. Because I'm going to say I never owned one of their records, and I don't think I ever had any of their songs recorded. But Mm -hmm. that was one of those bands where you knew all the words to all the songs. Oh, absolutely. You couldn't escape it. Yeah. So... All right, well, let's try to do another one that's actually a band. Blondie. Oh, good one. Yeah. I like Blondie yeah. a lot. Blondie, we're, we're good. My mom Blondie. liked Blondie. Ah! Isn't that funny? Really? She actually knew who Debbie Harry was. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, we all did like, what? We were at the dinner table. <laughs> I thought she was cute. We all looked at her like, who are you? <laughs> My mom, knowing who Blondie was. That is, that's, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we saw her try to act in some movie Oof. from the 80s, and boy, you could almost see the strings. She was yeah, so was wooden. She'll always be uh, uh, Amber Von Tussle's mother from Hairspray. Yeah, she wasn't movie. bad in that. Well, I mean, how hard was it? How hard was it to be? All right, now we're entering my final three, and all of these were heavy hitters for me. Okay. U2's War album did not leave my sound, not my disc player, for probably a year and a half. Was that the first big record? That was the really big one. It was after yeah, October, never, and it had Sunday yeah. Bloody Sunday, and...
Mother's Day and Two Hearts Beat as one. The, I fucking loved yeah, you two. I actually and got they, they could do no so wrong sick of hearing their music. Yeah, yeah. And I probably, never owned it. And I you know I owned every one until I thought the Joshua Tree was terrible. I was like, what the fuck was that? And then they got right back in the saddle with um, the next one. I'm drawing a blank That's on funny. it, but I loved them. I've they fallen off with me in the past 10, 15 years. But through the middle to the end of the 80s and into the 90s, I was a U2 fanatic. Yeah. I saw them at um, RFK. You know, I was like a half a mile I think away. I saw them in concert. It was their Octung Baby tour. You know, ah! the, the, okay. the cars hanging from the infrastructure, and um, I just I thought the lyrics were great. They just had that that sound. I remember yeah. it. And then I of course went back and got Boy and October, and the, you know, uh, if you walk away, walk away. I'll yeah, I, I, that was one of those ones that you. It was on the radio every time, and I was so sick of of of. Yeah, actually, it was the videos. I could. Yeah, I was so sick of them. They were another one that MTV loved. Yeah, you too. Because they were young and hip. Well, their music was good, and it was it was kind of um, progressive, but it was very accessible. And they were singing about you know things. You know, they're kind of like about politics and all that. So kind. Well, they were. Well, the funny part was was they were singing. They were trying to be something and say something substantive. Yeah, but nobody cared. It was a a great song. You can dance to it. You know. Yeah. Uh, How many do you have left? I have technically I have two left. Okay, technically, I have two left. Okay, how'd that happen? I don't know. Well, I obviously Culture Club was a double, so. All right. Well, coming in at number two, and this they they mine aren't in order. They, Remember, they got edged out by ever so slightly. REM. R-E-M. R-E-M. So we had, when their, their how debut album came out. forget about R-E-M? Yeah, how could you? I actually have their, I had their cassettes, I had their CDs. We saw the police at the um, Capitol Center, R-E-M opened for them. I remember them saying, hi, we're R-E-M, and everybody cheered, and then he said, we're from Athens, Georgia. And somebody else cheered, and he's like, and they, I think Peter Buck was like, it's just a state. You know, like, you know, <laughs> calm down. And everybody waited, and they did Radio Free Europe at the very yeah. end. I mean, I'll cheer. Yeah. And I read in an article later, they got paid $10,000. They did four shows with the police. They got 10000 bucks. And he said, for all good? the world, they did us. He's like, the money, we, we took the money, but he's like, nobody was there for us. We right, didn't sell any yeah, more yeah. records because of that. But I remember Joe went out and bought their debut album. And he was always good about, you know, he's like invested in it. And I was kind of into it. But then by the time I got into college and then um, the uh, and the train conductor says that, that their second and third albums, I super got into them. And by the time it was uh, losing my religion, was by the, the time one losing really, my religion yeah. was out, I was fully losing my religion made me went, go back. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And th- they were, I don't pe- think people now realize how massive REM yeah. for a while. Yeah. REM and U2 were like the two names you thought. Oh, REM, yeah. U2, and NXS were like these stadium yeah. giants. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then REM wasn't very popular in Europe. When they were mega here, they weren't that big in Europe. And then as their popularity declined in the 90s in the U.S., they started getting big overseas. And so they were still playing stadiums and college, you know, big stadium shows in like Italy and England, Italy. and they couldn't really get arrested here. They didn't, didn't have big records. So, uh, all righty, and you've got I got well, technically, yeah, I got two. Okay, more. you need to speak up just a little bit. Well, I'm I'm looking at the list. Minute work. Oh wow, really? It's a mistake. It's a mistake. 
Yeah. I just think of them as that one album wonder. No, I, they, there was two albums and lots of songs off those two albums. I can't, you know, Down Under uh-huh. and, and uh, the one where they're walking through the desert. Yeah, but the, that's all that debut album. What? <laughs> those were all the debut album no, songs. No, and then the... the I, oh, I guess the second one had Be Good, Be Good or whatever. Right, so yeah, there's yeah. a mistake. I only owned the first album. Yeah. And I don't think I have anything now. Yeah, which, I had their first you know. album too. But, you know, when it comes on, I'm like, oh, I'm going to work, yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah. Well, my my the biggest, most influential, um, and I'm such a cliche, but it was the Smiths. Take me out tonight. Well, where there's music and there's people and the young and the light. The Smiths, uh, I once I I got under their guy, spell. He just, yeah. oof. I came back uh, to college. It was in the fall of 1984, and I heard How Soon Is Now coming down the hallway. And I was like, what the hell is it? And they're like, oh, it's the Smiths. And I'm like, because I they were all the talk when we were in Europe, and I didn't hear any of their songs, but it was like the new big thing. And I put on Meat is Murder, and I was I, I, I just, it was like, some people remember where they were when Kennedy was shot. You know, I, it was like that. I'm like, I remember it, and I borrowed that record from a guy across the hall. He had to fight me to get it back. <laughs> and then I, I got their back album, and I, you know, um, louder than bomb, everything. I just, I loved it. And then Morrissey's um, <sighs> solo career, he had, he was doing great. I remember him making a it. grimace. Oh, no. He was just whiny. Yeah, no, no. I mean, a lot of he has a lot of detractors. A lot of people just don't get it. But I, I love. I've heard a couple of songs. I'm like, oh, okay, but mm, yeah. just never did anything. All right, me. what's your biggest band of? Well, the it's 80s? not my biggest, but it's on the list. Depeche Mode. They are an honorable mention for me. Yeah. I had them as honorable mention for Depeche Mode. And what's my other honorable mention? House of Love. They had an album. No clue. They were a one hit, one album wonder. They they had a, a song called Shine On, and it was an HFS staple. And then they had this. Because I listened, when I moved here and I found WHFS, yeah. I thought I was so cool. Yeah. And then, of course, the whole area was WHFS, yeah. which was really cool. What was it? Wasn't not hard. It was alternative. What was yeah. it? It was alternative rock. That's yeah, what but I thought themselves. they had a catch for like we're no, the, the. I think they the, said the cool that it's uh, the nation's stage. alternative capital or okay, something. something like yeah, but because- I do remember. The day HFS went from being a rock station to a Latin I program, do too. they didn't say anything. I was driving well, they over didn't more. Know. Yeah, and that's a th- apparently a thing in the and radio it went to industry. Country or Mexican? I no, it went to Latin. It went to Latin. That's and right. I was driving Ooh, home from that was work. Rude. <laughs> Sorry. And I put it on, and it was like, and it was you know, You're like that's ninety nine one. And I checked, yeah. and 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 um, and I I don't know how I found out, but apparently that is a practice in the radio industry. You don't tell the employees because they'll, they'll, they'll start jumping shit. Yeah, they'll bail. And um, so you that you come into work one day. That's Part, that's what they, how they do it. The Alien radio. from Another Planet, Weasel. Yep. Uh, Weasel playing the Rock and Roll. And the HF Festival. And then yep. the HF Festival still happened for a couple of years after fo- it was following. disbanded. Yeah. And I, if the you're HF not, Festival got huge. In excess headline, though. The, the, the wow. HFS. So if you're not from the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area, area there was a, a radio station called W8HF. 
do it. Sorry, WHFS. And they were in and it was the cool. It was cool music. They would, they would play the Smiths and they, and would, they play would play all early the alternative songs. And when I moved here in '88, I was like, "What is this glorious thing I found?" And I remember saying to my mom and dad, "I don't ever have to buy records anymore. Yeah. It's the best music it on was. the radio." They, they had the yeah, best playlists, and yeah, but yeah, then yeah. they were, they were gone. DC 101 now claims to be the alternative radio yeah, station. And that was the hard stretch. rock. That yeah, that rock. was. And but I um, don't even know the local. I don't even know the what uh, the channel. I, I listened to the soft rock mm-hmm. channel because at Christmas they always play 103. Wash point, FM, and then there, the country one of the country stations. There's a station 103.1 WRYR out of Annapolis. That's kind of like WHFS. Yeah, like come in over here. You can get it, I think. Weasel's on it. Uh, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. But anyway, those are yeah. our top 10 songs and of then, the 80s. And, and top then, of 10 course, songs. Top 10 was, bands. Yeah. Top 10 bands. And right here, I'm sitting here thinking of Madness. How, yeah. how did I not mention Madness? They I were, had their I, had I thought they were overrated. I thought Madness was really I had overrated. Bo- I had one step, one step beyond. beyond. Nothing. Did nothing had, for me. I had two of their records. Or no, two of one cassettes. step beyond. Wait, was that one step beyond? Who was the other one? The the other ska band. Um, Not Madness. Uh, huh, they went on to form Fun Boy 3. They were all Timbuktu? Them, um, hmm? I thought that was Timbuktu became no, Fun Boy no, 3. No, 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 no. But there were a bunch of those that just did nothing for me. And they, they, that, Bay that City ska Rollers? Stuff. No, I like the Bay City Rollers. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the 70s, wasn't it? That's really funny. All really right. Well, anyway, funny. those are our top 10 bands. Well, my top 10 bands of the well, 80s. Well, I don't follow instructions well. No, you don't. But anyway, thanks for listening, That's folks. Yeah, hey, you're warm. The girl can't have it. She's in love with me. Can't help it.